Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dad Bod Pod. My name, just in case you're wondering, is Andrew. And my name is Brian. And we are so happy to be here. Brian, you don't sound like that. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Is that how you... <laughs> okay, you have to commit to that for the whole episode. Okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> 30 seconds in and I'm already derailed, dude. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Dad Bod Pod. This is episode 4-6. What were we doing 45 weeks ago? Trying to figure out the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Masturbating, probably. (laughs) Ferociously. Yeah. Um, Beating dicks. mm -hmm. Uh, No, but anybody, if anybody's been around since the first episode, then you guys already know what's up. We are Dad Bod. My name's Andrew. That's Brian. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk about lots of fun stuff. We got lots of games to play. We got lots of music to discuss. We got lots of cool stuff. If this is stuff. If this is your first episode, welcome. My name's Andrew. I've said it three times now. That's Brian. My name is Brian. We, you're going to commit to that voice now. We hope that you enjoy what is about to unfold. And if you don't, then please just don't unsubscribe. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, how was your week, Brian? Let's, I need to make it a Bro, habit. It was, it was good. Of asking about that, yeah? It was good. Okay. Anything uh, exciting happen? Um, Rasta, my puppy, ate my debit card. You didn't tell me this. No, Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Completely it. Oh, my God. Like, I only know because I found a corner of my Wells Fargo card. Uh-oh. Is he uh, passing it Under okay? the couch. I don't know. How many days ago did he eat it? A week ago. Oh, then he's fine. Yeah. I'm sure. That's the most expensive shit he'll ever take, bro. Yep. Yep. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. But, yeah, also Zayden decided to... Um, There's this push pop gummy roll thing. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, we talked about it last week, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Ross ate the entire thing. Oh, wow. So a house was full of diarrhea. Yes, and it was. And, yep. Expensive diarrhea. Yep. <laughs> wow. Okay, maybe I should not get in the habit of asking how your week was. How was your week? Not that. No. Uh, slightly less shit filled. It wasn't full of diarrhea. <laughs> it wasn't full of diarrhea. All my poop was solid. Nice. Uh, my week, God, it flies by so fast, you know? Yeah. Um, week's been fine. Work's been steady. And the kiddos are okay. They're Good. in high school now, so I don't have the same sort of shit problems that you do. Yeah. I just have different shit problems. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I can't complain. And I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that all of you listening are here. Let's fucking do this. Let's, let's do, this. Let's do let's our show. All right. We have some old business to take care of. Brian, um, the first thing we're going to talk about is our first apology of 2024. Uh, everybody, including uh, non-Dharmi members and Dharmi members alike. Listen, uh, last week we had a wonderful guest, Mr. Eric, Mr. E-Rock Eric, who is always welcome here at the Dharmi. But... Everyone is welcome here at the Dharmi. And when we say that, we try to be as all-encompassing without alienating as possible. And I feel like the only way to truly do that is to keep certain topics just out of the, of yep. the rhetoric as much as Get we can. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. So um, it's not that we don't uh, in, like people who support Trump. I have plenty of friends who support Trump. It's not that we don't support Trump, and it's not that we don't like people who don't support Trump. Listen, we love everybody. Dad bod pod is just not the place for specific politics like that. So as an apology, we're sorry that we let that one get out. <laughs> Eric has been reprimanded yeah. and uh, court-martialed yep. <laughs> and uh, tarred and feathered. Yep. 
<laughs> and uh, spanked in the scrotum. Yeah, listen, whatever your political views are, whatever your any views are, as long as you treat the person next to you with love and respect, then we're good. We're good yep. because we love and respect you. Absolutely. Uh, in that in that vein, in that in that same sense, uh, if we have offended anybody between January first and now, Dad Bod Pod would like to sincerely s- apologize, while at the same time saying we don't really give a fuck. Nope. <laughs> we're sorry you got offended. We're not as sorry we're offended, you. That what? Check you later, man. Yeah. Uh, no, but it, it really though, it's all a joke. This whole thing is a joke, you yeah. guys. So please laugh with us. Uh, moving on, Brian, you have a very interesting the weekend planned. Can yeah. you please tell us about it? <laughs> sure. Awesome. So, mm-hmm. tomorrow, I go to a retreat, if you will. A retreat with 14 other people. We will jam, we will play music, we will love each other and hug each other and enjoy everyone's time. It also is an ayahuasca retreat. Ayahuasca, whoa. You had me like really like, oh, this doesn't sound too weird, and then ayahuasca. Okay, so what is, for those that don't know, may not know, enlighten us. What is ayahuasca, please? So I did the same retreat last year and it changed my life. Okay. And you did this before we started the podcast, yes, right? Yes. Okay. And it it enlightened me on a lot of things that I was doing in life and a lot of things I wasn't doing in life. You know, it was kind of like Andrew. Mm-hmm. Here's the craziest thing I can tell you about ayahuasca. Okay. Right? Tell me. Every human being. Okay. Okay has their things, their trauma, their bullshit. Oh, yeah. Their stress. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And what do you do? You tuck it to the back burner. Mm-hmm. You have to. Because I'm, I'm not seeing this as a sexist thing, especially men. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're just more expected to, I suppose. And we, we just have to tuck it away and go get it. Tuck it in between your legs. And, yep. Mm-hmm. So here's, it's, it's crazy because I've done so many drugs in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Dad Bod Pod does not condone illegal drug use no. of any kind. No, no, they're all legal. <laughs> La- legal <laughs> drugs prescribed yeah. by real doctors. Yeah. Dr. Fluff and stuff is real. Yes. <laughs> Doctor make everything feel all right. <laughs> Doctor touch a cooter. <laughs> But yeah, so here's the thing. With like I've done DMT. Yeah. And I went to the cosmos. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. But I didn't learn anything from it. Okay. It was just more like visiting. I was just like, what the fuck? Like I was literally in space. Yeah. Like searching around. And it felt like three hours, but it was five minutes. Right, right. That's what I hear is the, the experience is like. And then I woke up on a couch and I was like, what was that? Mm-hmm. But I didn't, it wasn't a learning experience. Okay. okay. So the, the main chemical drug in ayahuasca is DMT. But it's a longer lasting process. Mm-hmm. So it gets deeper into your brain. 
So when you take ayahuasca, it um, kind of puts you into a meditative coma status. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it also <laughs> gets you like the easy pass to trauma. Mm. You see okay. what I'm saying? Like yeah. it doesn't skip anything. It's, it's straight, like a main line. Straight to your yeah, to your to the core. Mm-hmm. To anything that's going wrong with you. Okay. And so I with well, I did it last year and I was just like mind blown. So I'm doing it again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be two ceremonies. One ceremony Friday, one Saturday. Sunday, we have a chill day where we just, we're just going to hang out and chill. Um, but I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I just got the idea for next week's episode. <laughs> I'll tell you later. So, <laughs> yeah. I We're going on a trip in yep. our favorite rocket yep. ship. We're going to get copywritten for this uh, episode anyways because what? we got a lot of fun stuff planned. Fun. Anyways, that's cool, dude. Yeah. Uh, what do you hope to gain? What do you hope to learn? I want to get more in depth from the last year's ceremony. Mm-hmm. I want to dig deeper. Okay. Because last year I went in there gung ho, and I never, I didn't, I didn't even read up about this drug. I just went, yeah, I'm done. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> and I did it, and I like my, but I'm also not like a habitual meditator. Uh huh. So, like, people who meditate know how to get into that trance state. Yep. People who don't have no fucking clue. They just sit there and cap Bowker's from 10. So, it's funny because they were actually, they were making fun of me. Yeah. But they said they, they were, were hazing you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because last year was my first time, and a lot of these people have done it six and seven, 12 times. Yeah. So, the first night, I took the medicine. And everyone's in the same room. Yeah. So you can see everybody. And immediately I just fell asleep. <laughs> so, so There's lightweight over here. Yeah. Nobody drew a dick on your face yeah. or anything? No. <laughs> but they, they weren't making fun of me. They were just like, yeah, you were just snoring and farting while everybody else was like <laughs> in this. That sounds about right. In this zen zone. You just hear. <laughs> 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 well, that's so, all your demons coming out, bro. It was, yeah. yeah. But then I took the second cup because it's usually two cups a night. Mm-hmm. I took the second cup, and that was where I was like, "Oh, I got it. I'm in." Yeah. Because I like I actually was beating myself up because mm-hmm. I was hearing everybody in the same room. And I'm like, oh, dude, they're in it. Yeah. I can hear that they're in it because, you know, like the noise. They're all like, whoa. Yeah, they're just yeah. like, some, I mean, there's people that are crying because of like trauma. Working through cathartics. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Interesting. There's people that are just giggling. Yeah. There's, it, it's, it's a, the weirdest. It must sound like a loony bin. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. The first night, that's what I thought. I was like, am I in an insane asylum? Yeah. Did I spend money to <laughs> check myself into a loony bin? Yep. I haven't seen Brian in a while. But it, honestly, after that second night, it was, it was beautiful. Really? 
And so the next morning after you do the medicine, uh-huh. everyone meets after breakfast and we do a big circle and everybody talks about like what you saw, what, what was healing properties. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding you. You want to be in a room watching 12 grown men cry? No, <laughs> I don't want that. Bro, it was, but no, it was beautiful. Yeah, no, I get you. It, it does was. sound. It sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this: How'd that shit taste? It's weird. Uh huh. Like hibiscus and shit. <laughs> hibiscus shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's, well, that's cool, it's, man. It's like floral. Yeah. But then poopies. But then poop. Poopies. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. The poop is taking you away to the, the different yeah. plane of existence. I yeah. love it. Well, listen, good luck on your trip, both literally and spiritually. Um, and I'm sure, hopefully, you will have a lot to talk about. Here's my, may I make a suggestion on this one? Yeah. Either bring, figure out how to record, like, voice into your phone, or bring a pad and paper so that you can write down some stuff. Yeah. I would say it may even be beneficial if you can... Write down some stuff either tonight or on your way there that you want to like think about, yeah. right? And as you take this medicine, you can focus on these yep. things. You yep. know what I mean? Maybe that might help you to sort of narrow your search. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's true because I'm I'm a super 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 visual learner. Yeah. So if I write it down on paper, I know it's it's no, it's it's, it's real. Yeah, it, it sort of manifests it. Right. So I don't know. You know, I've never been on a, a holistic ceremony like that, so I don't know what might or might not work. But well, you come with me next time. Awesome. Join us in a year when yep. Dad Bod uh, Pod uh, explores inner space and the uh, the mindful cosmos. Dad's trip up. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's trip balls. <laughs> Love it. Shall we move on a little bit? Yeah. All right. Listen, uh, we always do this segment called the State of the Dharmi. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it much longer, Brian, because it used to be we could just track our growth. Like, oh, hey, we got four subscribers. And then a month later, oh, hey, we got three subscribers. I don't, I'm not even sure right now. Hold on. What? Well, our subscriber count, I don't know. Less we saw. Let's see if it grew. Uh, we're at 151. Got That's where it was last time. Yep. Last time we checked. Yep. That's awesome. You guys, thank you so much. That's, that's, we, and you know what's funny is I woke up this morning going, oh, we got to do something cool for our 150 subscribers. We missed it. It just happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we will come up with something. Yep. Uh, we couldn't get it to work tonight, but we mentioned them. Last week, we can talk about them at least. Yeah, of course. We, were, we had them plugged in, but there was a, a snafu. We have these keytars that we're trying to get working, and uh, so we're going to make something special with that, I think. Yep. That might be fun. But uh, and we say it a lot. We say it a lot mostly because we can't believe anybody has hit the button, but thank you, guys. Thank you for hanging out and checking out with us. We made a lot of new friends over the weekend, and I'm really glad to uh, talk about them. But let's keep going. Brian, when I was in man, high school, I guess... Uh, I used to have this fantasy where me and whatever lifelong hetero uh, mate uh, I would have, lo and behold, it was you. Hello. We would, uh, we would, obviously, we would be rock stars. Yep. And so, um, you know, I in my head, I would always think about the performances that we would give, are gonna give, and in one of those, in our in our younger days, we would have come out on stage on skateboards, maybe do some ollies, maybe a kickflip, yeah. right? And then we pick up these skateboards. And what the fuck? There are guitars. We're talking about guitars today. Bro, 
I'm literally seeing like Bill and Ted do something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, like wild Mustangs. Fucking wild stallion style. Oh, that's yeah. It, that's it. Yeah. Oh man, that would be cool. I maybe. Uh Brian, the guitar has been with me all of my adult life. So when did you get your first guitar? I, so I, I'm glad you asked. I got my first guitar when I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. But I didn't play it through high school at all. No, I mean, I plucked it a little bit. I knew a, like three chords. But like I didn't go and learn Nirvana. Right. It, was a, it was a classical guitar, so it was an old wooden guitar. Um, I didn't learn Nirvana or anything like that. I, um, I simply just... I learned three chords, and I would learn like little melodies that I heard from television, and that was it until I graduated high school. And there's a very interesting story why. But what about you? Where was your first guitar? Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. So end of middle school. Yeah. And you know what's funny? What? <laughs> You're gonna hate me for this. Uh oh. So the only like heavy band I knew. At that point, was Metallica. Yeah. Okay. So, what did you learn? I asked my I asked my parents for Christmas. Uh huh. For a Jackson. Of course, you did. Yep. A Jackson. And guess what I got? What did you get? Japanese made Ibanez. Well, hey, those were good guitars back then, though. You know what? They were cool. That was my sticker guitar. Yeah, yeah. I had a sticker guitar. Yep. I don't know what happened to it, but I had a sticker guitar. Me too. Um, I have no idea where my Ibanez is. Oh, I couldn't tell you one way. Uh, but listen, oh, oh, we, we skipped something real quick. Before we get too far into guitars, uh, I wanted to do a, oh, just talk to you real quick. The C, uh, CES 2024 is going on right now. Yep. And they, uh, it's, a, it's basically the Sky Mall convention. One of the products they released is a AI-powered grill. How do you feel about that? No. No, uh, that's the official Darmy. Yep. Uh, if you want the Darmy review for the AR powered grill, zero out of top five stars. No. <laughs> Let me cook my meat. Mm -hmm. Stay away from my meat. Don't AI. tell me how to touch my meat. Yeah, that's right. I mm -mm, don't like it. All right, back to guitars. I'll pull um, out what I want to. So you know, <clears throat> I want to do the history of guitars and doing all our stuff, but we need to talk. I I need to stress how impactful. Like, not just music, but the guitar. Because without the guitar, I wouldn't be here playing all of the other instruments. Right. Right? So me personally, my, my musical journey, I started on the trombone in middle school. Beat a nerd. Mm. I was given, I was getting rusty trombones all the time. Um, but here's what happened. I graduated high school, and I was like, I really like music, but I'm not going into college right away, and I, I don't know how to pursue music further. Right? And so I, I talked to my high school band director and I was like, how do I get into like the local town symphony or whatever? And whether it was because I was too old or too bad at music, I will never know. But what he said to me was, you can't be in the symphony. And you just walked off. Who does that to like a kid, right? Yeah. Regardless, I took it as I wasn't good enough. And instead of like being discouraged and be like, man, I did what any 18 year old who was mad at their dad would do and say, you know what? You've been teaching me classical orchestral music for the last seven years. Fuck you. I'm going to go learn rock and roll on this guitar. Yep. Can I ask you a question? And I'm going to ask you because I think I know the answer. Pick one movie that came out around our formidable years yeah. that was primarily about guitar that had an, a lasting impact on you. It can be a Jack Black movie specifically. No, because oh. I, I was I was too young for that. You were not too young for School of Rock. School of Rock came out when I was 
already. I pl- said formidable years. Oh, you were playing drums. I was already playing uh, in a band. Oh. Like I was on tour. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You were already living the life. Yeah. I forgot. Old man over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, well, so, School of Rock had a big impact on me. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Wayne's World. We're gonna talk about that movie later, bro. Yeah, I love that movie. Because seriously, it will be mine. Seriously, that was like right when I started like being in love with music. Yeah. And watching these guys be in love with music, I was like, <laughs> but you're a child. Like, I was in middle school, uh-huh. so I didn't realize these guys were losers. <laughs> well, of course. No, they were the coolest guys I had ever seen, and I strive to be them. Yeah. Most of our show is modeled after the fictional yeah. Wayne's World show. Party on Garth. Party on Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Wayne's World was huge for me. Guitar yeah. was huge for me. What do you... Oh, gosh. Here is a question you will not be able to answer. What was your first song that you learned on your own? Just you. Got it. Oh, yeah? Ready? All right, yeah. Come As You Are by Nirvana. Okay. But check it out. Uh Uh-huh. Funny story. I didn't realize that tabs were upside down. Oh, no. So I was playing it on the high high string. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember my brother had two friends over, and I was like, yo, guys, check it out. I just learned Come As You Are by Nirvana. Uh, (laughs) And I played it, and they were like, that does uh, not suck. That does not suck. <laughs> I was like, all right, fuck you. Fuck you. Go- oh. I'll figure it out. Yeah, and you did. Yep. You sound great when you play that song. <laughs> uh, I take it back. I do remember my first song. It was My Friends Over You. Yeah. New Found Glory. Nice. That was the first song I learned how to play. The first, like, I don't know. The first song, like, everybody, there's songs you're supposed to learn, you right. know, like ACDC, yeah. Metallica, things like that. I suppose the first song that I was supposed to learn Probably came from when I was in a cover band, and I think it was like a, had to have been like a STP song. Maybe it was a Interstate Love song, I think. Yep. That one guitar riff. Classic. Dude, that's a great riff. It is. What kind of, when you're listening to music, right, the, the guitar tone especially, what kind of guitar tone really appeals to you? <laughs> All right, so I'm a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Depends One of the reasons why I love you. Depends on my mood. Of course. Well, that depends on any song. All right, all right, cool. Let's say you're listening to a metal song. What guitar, or you're in a metal band. What kind of tone are you going to go for? I want warm and chunky. Mm-hmm. Are you going to scoop the mids? Yeah. 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 Are you going to add a noise gate? Probably. Mm-hmm. That's how they get that, all the, yep. like the, it like separates your notes better. Right. All right, what if you're in a funk band? What are you going to do for me? Play bass. Let me me ask you this. Let's go back to the metal band real quick. What kind of guitar are you playing in a metal band? Warlock. A BC Red Warlock. (laughs) What kind of guitar are you playing in Red Hot Chili Peppers? You I don't say a Stratocaster because he plays you're in Red Hot Chili Peppers. What kind of guitar are you playing? Les Paul. Okay. What kind of guitar are you playing in Less Than Jake? Strat. Okay. What kind of guitar are you playing in Avenged Sevenfold? Probably like an Ibanez. An Ibanez or an ESP or something like that? Yeah, Yeah, I got you. What kind of guitar are you playing with Hendrix? Oh. 
Old school strat. Trick question. You're not playing guitar with Hendrix because you're just watching him play guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Also, he's dead. Dead at bow. Trick question, loser. (laughs) Lemmy is gone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. What's the next thing that we're going to talk about? Oh, shit. What what movie is that? Um, Who would win in a fight, Lemmy or God? Uh, Trick question. Lemmy is is God. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> All right, this is Dad Bod, and we have bantered on long enough. Let's do the history of the bullshit. I have for you the history of guitar. Images of stringed instruments appear in carvings that are more than 3,000 years old, dating from the Mesopotamian to the Babylonian empires. Our modern word guitar probably comes from the ancient Greek word katharia. Kathara? Sorry, Greece people. And doubtless stringed instruments existed prior to recorded history. Most scholars agree the two instruments that played the biggest part in the history of the guitar were the European lute and an Arabic instrument called an oud. O-U-D. Oud. All right, so let's talk about the lute. The lute had a carved back and came in a variety of shapes and sizes. It had either five or four courses and was often strummed with a quill feather. I didn't know that part. Um, It was a popular instrument for hundreds of years and had passed from the Egyptians to the Greeks to the Romans who introduced it throughout Europe. The Oud, when the Moors invaded southern Spain in 711 AD, they brought the Oud along. It shared common ancestry with the stringed instruments of Europe, and like the lute, it had a rounded body, though it lacked frets and had a, a smaller neck. Both the Moorish instrument itself and the Arabic style of playing left a significant mark on medieval music, and ultimately the history of guitar was changed. Uh, by the end of the Renaissance, the lute had evolved and frequently had up to 20 or 30 strings. That's too many strings. Uh, but it was slowly falling out of favor. Yeah, because it had 30 fucking strings. Imagine tuning that no, shit. Fuck that. My God, I hate tuning a 12 string. Yeah. Golly. And they didn't have tuners back then, you know? Uh, fretted instruments with the familiar carved silhouette of the modern guitar became a, uh, began appearing around the 15th and 16th century. Moving on a little bit from there, by the early 19th century, guitars looked very close to the six-stringed instruments of today, but were smaller in size. And in the mid-1800s, this Spanish dude uh, and a luthier began to uh, creating a style of guitar that would give rise to all modern guitars, though in modern times, he didn't quite as much get the credit that he deserved, because I can't pronounce his name. Sorry. Um, All right, the modern acoustic guitar is born. Are you ready? The flat-top acoustic guitar, even today, almost two centuries after its invention, the flat-top guitar continues to be the most popular form of the acoustic guitar. It was developed by Christian Frederick Martin, a German-born American luthier who made his first acoustic guitar in the United States in the 1830s. Martin created an X-braced guitar body, which was able to handle the extra stress generated by modern steel strings, which created too much tension for the Taurus-style fan-braced Spanish guitars. The archtop guitar, and eventually the electric guitar. The creation of the archtop guitar is usually credited to Orville Gibson. The violin-like sound holes, or F-holes, archtop and back, and adjustable bridge were among the design features that gave the archtop increased volume and tone. Gibson found that by constructing guitars with bodies that were more like a cello, the bridge exerted no torque on the top of the instrument, which allowed it to vibrate freely and produce a louder sound. Despite the 20th century improvements to the steel string guitar and the use of picks when playing, musicians found that the guitar was simply too quiet for many forms of modern music. What is there left to do, Brian? What should we do? These acoustic guitars are too quiet. Let's build amps. Let's build amps? But, but we still have these acoustic guitars. Well, let's build pickups. Okay, but we still have these acoustic guitars. Electric. Electric. <sighs> 
Uh, the feedback created by the traditional hollow body could spurred several players to make and try and develop a more suitable design. In fact, both the Vivatone and Rickenbacker created what were essentially solid body Spanish guitars in 34 and 35 respectively to try to solve this problem. The Vivatone model used a single sheet of plywood over a wooden body while uh, Rickenbacker's Electro Spanish was made from Bacalite. There you go. How about that? Rickenbacker. Uh, moving on from that, do I want to... So, hold on. Uh-huh. The names I've heard so far are Martin, mm -hmm. Gibson, mm -hmm. Rickenbacker. Mm -hmm. So Go far. On. All right, back to the story. The first commercially successful Spanish electric guitar was released in Gibson in 1936 and was sold for $150 with an amp and a cable. What the fuck? Can I get that deal, please? An ES-150 immediately caught on in orchestras and jazz guitarists used the ES-150 to play what's often called the first electric guitar solo. Uh, but it wasn't until 1940 that Les Paul, who needs no introduction, created a guitar out of 4x4 wood posts and an Epiphone acoustic archtop, a design that was uh, shared almost nothing in common with the well-known solid-bodied Gibson Les Paul Edusen 52. This long guitar was functionally a solid-bodied guitar that retained the Epiphone body for the sake of appearance only. Most often, Les is given credit as a true inventor of solid-body electric guitar. And through history, up to this point, it doesn't look like his star will ever fade. We got one more to talk about. In 1946, Leo Fender, a radio technician and amplifier maker, built the first commercially successful electric body, electric, or sorry, solid body electric guitar with a single electromagnet. He called the Fender Esquire, which of course would develop into, you want to guess? Which one? Squire. The Telecaster. The Esquire turned into the Telecaster. The Squire is just sort of an off-brand, yep. I think. Yep. Uh, the Stratocaster, the Precision Bass, the Jazz Bass, and so on were all based off of the Fender Esquire body. That's all I've got, dude. Because, cool. I mean, it go obviously it goes on from there. And the history of the guitar is still being written, I feel like. Yep. We're getting yeah. new stuff all the time. Absolutely. Have you ever played a Rickenbacker? Yeah. Have you? I haven't. Are they nice? They're nice, yeah. Have you ever played a Gibson? Yeah. You have a Gibson? Yeah. You have a Fender? Yeah. What do you like best? What do you like better? Gibson. Yeah, Gibson's better than Fenders? Yeah. Yeah. It depends on what I'm playing. I agree. Mm -hmm. Right, but I think the chunky tones of the Gibson, you you asked me what's what Right, right, right. what I would like for metal mm -hmm. music. Um you can't get that with a Fender, I don't think. Do Gibsons make single coil pickups? I don't think so. I think they're all humbuckers, yeah. right? And it's yeah. a humbucker is, I mean, there's just no comparison. All right, shall we move on? Yep. I got a bunch of weird guitars I'd like to share with you, Brian, sure. complete with pictures. All right, so this first one, what I have here is I will read to you the description, and then you tell me what it looks like to you. <clears throat> this is a Jackson Custom Shop 7-string Legend of Zelda guitar. Um, if you're an old-school Nintendo fan, you probably grew up obsessing over an issue, every issue of Nintendo Power. And if you were a subscriber to the magazine in 2000, you may have entered a sweepstakes that, got, that could have won this guitar. Based on the Guitar of Waves featured in The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, the seven-string Zorax was handcrafted by Dan Lawrence of Jackson's Cuffton Shop. Only three of these guitars were ever made, and this is number one. Please describe what this guitar looks like. Whoa. <laughs> it looks like... Um Basically a scaly fish head. Yeah. It's cool, right? For the body. Would you play it? Yeah. Cool. Fuck yeah. All right. Give me my papers back. Uh, next one is the Terminator Mockingbird, the T-800. Would you play, and please describe, this guitar? What the fuck? <laughs> it looks like a bunch of shit's duct taped to it. It's the Terminator head. 
I know. The Terminator had Terminator arm. I think it's like when he's being melted, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it looks like everything's just like glued onto a regular guitar. That's a BC Rich Mockingbird. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about this next one? The Brian Eastwood Bendito. Please describe to me this weird ass thing. Whoa. <laughs> We apologize for not putting pictures up, but it's way more fun to let your imaginations fly. So, you know, like the Queen song, Fat Bottom Girls? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's got a big old bottom. Mm -hmm. A fat bottom, yep. if you will. And then tiny little waist, mm -hmm. big old titties. Yeah. Would you play that guitar? Fuck yeah. Yeah? All right, moving on then. Can you please describe to me what the fuck this bass looks like? Uh, it, number five. Oh, no, this is a guitar. It's a Jackson Custom Shop Kaiju Custom. The one on the bottom. This one down here. Oh. Yeah. Looks like some angry rhino coming out of somebody's ass. See, it looks like a, looks like me if I ate like Mexican for four days straight. What's the weirdest guitar you've ever seen brought out on stage? Like at a show? Uh, the, the ZZ Top guitar. Oh, you've seen, like, was it the fuzzy one? Yep. That's cool. And the Cheap Trick guitar. Hmm. The one with like four necks. Mm-hmm. Yep. How about this one? This is a uh, Xenomorph guitar. See the alien on the back? On the back? How is that a guitar? Oh, I see now. Yeah, it's an alien. That's pretty cool. Would you play that? Yeah. I wouldn't play this one because I feel like this one would be uncomfortable. I don't want that in my life. I want comfortability when I play the guitar, Brian. I don't want to be stabbed by a Xenomorph. Uh, I think that's it. Listen, there's lots of weird guitars out there. Um, yeah. I've seen guitars shaped like guns. I don't, I, I kind of don't like that. I want a giant penis guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm I want a guitar. It's a giant penis guitar, but it's also a super soaker, so it sprays out milk. Yep. Or lemonade. So are, are we in guar now? Yeah, I guess so. Um, shall we move on to this? I found an article. Unless there's, is there anything else you wanted to talk about with guitar? Oh, wait, wait, I have a story. I have a story about a weird guitar. Okay. Uh, I want to take you back to about 2005. Yep. I was working at a guitar shop. I was working in a guitar shop uh, in Brooksville, and I was discussing with my manager what the next innovation of guitar will be. And I said to him, "They're going. the next thing is going to be they make a guitar that can tune and retune itself. Yep. It'll be, they'll have little robots on the tuners, and it'll, it'll figure it out. And his response to me was, that will never happen because it will just be too heavy to manufacture. About, what, two years later, Gibson comes out with the robo-tuners? And although, in a way, he was right because it didn't take off, clearly they did it. Right. And I was right. Yep. Just wanted to be on record and say, you were wrong, dude. Fucking robot-tuners are a thing. Fuck yeah. Moving on? Yep. Great. Um, how, the future, Brian, how many strings are too many strings? 20. 20 strings are too many? 12. 12 strings are too many? Yeah. All right, well, uh, how about, what do you think about an electric silent guitar? Why? Uh, I don't know, but, uh, this, this, not, Yamaha made it. It's, a, a it's available in nylon and steel. Um, it is relatively unknown with the guitar community, but it's an underrated and unrivaled um, if you it's for feedback free tones and lightweight construction for t traveling, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you hear about these trans acoustic guitars? I had the uh, pleasure of playing one of these. They're incredible. 
these trans acoustic guitars, again from Yamaha. This is back in 2016. These remarkable instruments offer built-in reverb and chorus effects. Like, it, the reverb comes out of the acoustic guitar. I have no idea how they do it. Nothing plugs in. There's, there's, it was amazing. It was like magic. Wow. It was insane. I loved it. Um, we did. We weren't. We weren't fortunate enough to grab one and keep, hold on to it, but it was still. It was really cool. Um, what do you think is the uh, future of guitars, Brian? Where do you think we're headed, guitar wise? It can go anywhere. Do you think they're going to use AI to make guitars, or do you think they're going to use AI to replace guitars? Both. Yeah. How successful do you think they're going to be at replacing guitars? It'll take a while. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. I think so. Shall we talk about a movie? Yeah. Great. Uh, we said we were going to talk about Wayne's World. Party on, Garth. Party on, Wayne. Let's talk about Wayne's World. In 1992, a film of the rating with PG-13 was released onto the world. It was an hour and 34 minutes long, and it was called Rain's World. Wayne's World. The elevator pitch is two slacker friends trying to promote their public access cable show. Do you know who it was directed by? Yeah. Penelope Spheres. Yeah. It was written by Mike Myers, Bonnie Turner, and Terry Turner. Starring Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, Rob Lowe, and who's the chick? Tia Carrere. Tia Carrere. Thank you. Wayne is still living at home. He has a world-class collection of name tags from jobs he's tried, but he does have his own public access TV show. A local station decides to hire him and his sidekick Garth to do their show professionally, and Wayne and Garth find that it's no longer the same. Wayne falls for a bass guitarist and uses his and Garth's video contacts to help her career along, knowing that Ben Oliver, the sleazy advertising guy who is running their show, will probably take her away from him if they fail. This movie cost $20 million to make. How much do you think it made? 170. You are very close. 183 million dollars. That's huge. Yep. Give me your favorite part. <laughs> camera one. I knew you were gonna say camera one, camera, camera two. two. Fuck yeah. Camera one. All right, but here's a part that nobody fucking ever talks about. Garth has been sh uh, separated from his friends. The big scary dude. This is the beginning of the movie. The big scary dude's like, buzz off, dweeb. So what does Garth do? He takes matters into his own nerdy hands and he goes out to the car and he gets that electro belt. Remember yep, that shit? Yep. That shit was so cool. Yep. Beow, bow. Yep. That was cool. Um, the foxy lady scene. The foxy lady scene oh, was amazing. The Bohemian Rhapsody scene. You know, Wayne, if you're not careful, you're going to lose me. I lost you two months ago. Are you mental? Yep. We broke up. Live in the now. <laughs> so good. Uh, Al Bundy was in that fucking movie. He was yep. the cop. Remember that shit? Yep. Chris Farley was in that movie. Yep. Who else was in that movie? That uh, Alice Cooper, the amazing Alice Cooper. That whole scene where they're like, "We're not worthy." Yep. <laughs> what city were they talking about? Oh, uh, like, oh yeah, it's all like the the Indian stuff. Yeah. Was it St. Louis? No. No. Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You know, Milwaukee is actually... Uh, actually, it's pronounced Miliwake. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, ancient Indian traditions. You know? I'll have the cream of yum sung guy. Yes. Some young guy. Some young guy. <laughs> it's all good. If you haven't seen Wayne's World, what the fuck are you doing Dude, watching this podcast? I remember... I had no idea what that even meant. Cream of yum sung... Some young, damn it. Cream of some young guy. Yeah. But, of course, every time... After that movie, of course we you went had to, to say Chinese. It. I'll have cream of young some. Damn some it, young guy. some young guy. <laughs> Maybe I should stop while I'm ahead. What do you think? 
You're not a hacker. Oh, and then I should definitely just stop. All right, man. Is that all of that? Is that all of that? Yep. Oh, my gosh. That means it's time to move on to... S-s-segment. All right. Here's what we're going to do for the first one. We are going to do a segment called You Call That Racket Music. Brian, I don't know if you know this, but you play guitar. Yep. I don't know if you know this, but I play guitar. Yep. I don't know if you know this, but we have our guitars here in the studio. Yeah, we do. Now, listen, we are not claiming to be professional guitar players by any means. We are not claiming to be good guitar players by any means. But what we are claiming is that we have spent enough time with this instrument to know what we like about it. So uh, you have brought your favorite guitar. Well, your current favorite. And I have brought my current favorite. And what we're going to do is we're just going to plug up each other. Because, you know, that's what we It's a Friday night. What are you going to do? Uh, and we're just going to play from through these guitars a little bit. And you can yeah. just, we're going to talk to each other about what we love about the guitar. Who wants to go first? Go. No. You want me to go first? All right, hang on. I'm going to hit pause and I'm going to get set up. What's it doing? All right, so I'm going first. Uh, you guys might be able to hear me. You might not. Does it, sound, does it look like we're catching? Yeah. All right, so. What I've got here, we're going to put some pictures up of our guitars. Brian, please remind me to uh, take some pictures. Yeah. Um, but what I've got here is my uh, Gibson uh, Les Paul Special. It's a white 2019 uh, reissue. I got it off the internet, sight unseen, and I absolutely love this guitar. So uh, I've got the uh, bridge pickup, and we're going out of an orange amp. Well, yeah, you're rocking two humbuckers. Yeah, I got these two humbuckers in here, um, 22 frets. I've got again, we're going out of this just tiny little orange amp into a microphone into the board. Sounds like this. Uh, what I really love about all Gibsons really is this this neck. This neck feels amazing to me. I feel like I can really get these high strings. Yep. A little like that. So the difference with that, yeah. what you're playing right now, uh-huh. this gives me like bluesy vibes, right? when I feel it and I think that's really what drives me to yep. this guitar really any guitar is how does it feel right. uh, when I play it I just I really love this is my one oh here we go ready some dope bounce oh yeah a little yep. bit of that uh, one more uh, oh gosh uh, uh, uh. how about this one ready All small things? Um, what's my age again? Yeah. All right, Brian, hit pause on that. We'll switch places. 
All right, so up next we got Brian. Tell us what you got going on, Brian. So I have a PRS. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's Paul Reed Smith. They're beautiful guitars. This is my dream guitar. Um, it has bird inlays on the neck. Um, it is a maple neck. Um, this is a beginner version of PRS. Right. Because they go up to like 20 grand. Mm -hmm. I think I spent like a grand on this one. But still, I'm proud to have it. You know what I mean? So you're going to play for us a little bit? Hang on, let me unmute you. Alright, play for us a little bit. So, let's do... So you can split the coil on that one and get a single coil sound, yep. like a strat sound. Do it. So now I'm gonna do Zeppelin, right? Okay, go. Copyright stricken. 
nice harmonics. I mentioned the $4,000 one. Probably like butter. Probably, but your guitar, and I will go on record to say that your guitar plays so sweet. It is smooth. It's smooth. All right, let me uh, hit pause real quick. So yeah, man, that's our guitars. Uh, that was a lot of fun. You know, you guys, you can just skip through it if, you, if you're not interested at all. But we guitars are such a huge part of our lives, and we just wanted to share a couple of our favorites with you. Again, we're going to post pictures of them up on the uh, YouTubes. And uh, I didn't ask you this, but does yours have a name? Yeah. Can you please tell us the story of your guitar name? So um, when I got the guitar, uh huh, I was home with my son, Zayden. At the time, he was like two and a half. Okay. And I pulled it out of the box, and he goes, Daddy. Yeah. I was like, what, dude? He goes, she's so pretty. And I was like, I know, dude, right? You know, like, it's red with, like, the bird inlays and everything. It's gorgeous, yeah. So, of course, he was, like, infatuated with it. I was like, all right. I And I told him this. I said, listen. I've never named one of my instruments ever in my life. Yeah. So I want you to be the first one to pick out the first name for this guitar. Because mm -hmm. it's my dream guitar. And he goes, it's going to be Lily. Lily. And I was like, all right. I love it. What yeah. do you think made him pick that name? That's his girlfriend from, from oh, school. Okay. Word. Yep. <laughs> smooth, dude. Real uh, smooth. Okay. All right. Yeah. He's a little player. Mm-hmm. Well, one of his girlfriends. My guitar's name is uh, Lenore. Lenore? Lenore. It stands for light, which, as you can see, she is adequately named because she's a white guitar. Yep. But more than that, her name is indicative of what she means for me. Um, when I got my first... My first guitar was a black Gibson Sonics 180 Deluxe. I loved that guitar. My tattoo artist has that, has that guitar right now because he saved it. Um... I, without getting too personal, I had a very dark decade between 20 and 30. I had a very dark between 20 and 35, if I'm, being, yeah. if, I'm not being, if I'm being completely honest. It was very dark. But somehow, through all of what was going on, I still played guitar every single day. And some people would look at that and be like, you, you, you were just being lazy or whatever. But in that, in that moment, of, in all of that chaos, like I needed something that I could just do that was me, yep. that I could grow. And even I didn't grow much, but I didn't fall backwards, right? And I had this black guitar, and it was a, it was just cobbled together, piece of shit guitar. Uh, I wound up losing it in a pawn shop, and my uh, tattoo, I called my tattoo artist, and I was like, you know that guitar you, you love? It's, it's in a guitar, it's in a pawn shop. He actually went and saved it. And I was going to buy it back from him, but I decided, you know what, if I... It was obviously time to let it go. I had a lot of bad memories with this guitar. I clearly didn't... I clearly didn't love it as much as I thought I did if I was going to give it up, right. right? I didn't really acquire it under any sort of meaningful grounds. I just sort of like had the extra money by accident and also traded in like a bass guitar for it. So like, anyways, so I sort of closed the book on that, on that chapter of my life. And then when I started teaching, I saved up and I saved up and I saved up and I saved up and I got that guitar and it is completely the opposite and I am in a completely opposite place. Also, so bright white mm -hmm. compared to the darkness. Exactly. That's why it's Lenore. Yep. That's it's why like her crawling, name is Lenore. Crawling out of that area. You know, it's so funny. I'm I'm terrified to play that guitar. Yeah. 
I don't want to mess it up. It's it's white. It is beautiful. <laughs> um, which sucks because I really like playing that guitar. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, guys, that's our guitars. They are a part of us just as much as this podcast is. And if you guys have enjoyed this podcast, then we hope you enjoy our guitar. Shall we move on? Yep. Awesome. The next segment is called, which button is it? That one. The next segment is called Needle Drop. Brian, we were playing a fun game um, yeah. recently. And uh, we're going to try to play it on the podcast. It is not a, a hard concept of a game to figure out. Basically, we are going to uh, listen to just a piece of a song, and we're going to try to guess what it is. Um, and the whole point is to uh, try to guess as quickly and efficiently as possible. Um, all right. Are you ready, Brian? I've got, I've got this close to I'm going to share the microphone with the iPad here, so let's hope this works. Sweet home Alabama. Oh, maybe. Ready? Happy. Hold on. Damn it. All right. Happy is your guess? Yes. Who's a bye? Pharrell. Good. All right. What's that one? Call me maybe? Yeah. This is hard. We got it. Nice. Nice. Oh, what fucking song is that? Oh, um, Thrift Shop, Macklemore. No. Who's that? Oh. <laughs> well, we got copyright struck for this one. Uh, hang on. What is that one? I'll let you hear it again. Hold on. I have no idea. I have no idea either. I'm lost. Just give me a reason by Pink. I have no, no idea. No. All right, ready? Oh. It's all good. All right. No, I have no idea. Rolling in the deep. Um, How are we supposed to guess that? Let, let it go. go. <laughs> let it go. Let Only that shit go, bro. Fucking teach that shit all the time. Yay. Yeah. Oh, what is that one? Come on. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. That's the song. What's it called? I don't know. I don't know. Come on, it's one word. You up? Dicks. Anus. Oh. Fancy. First things first, I'm the realest. Realest. Just let the whole world feel it. I wonder, we might really get copyright strict for this one. Uh, hang on. Um. We are young. Fun. That's the name of the band, right? You're right. It is fun. Yep. What a weird name for a band. What? It's two words. What do you think? Um, eat ticks. <laughs> it's, it was blurred lines. What's this one? That's that somebody I used yep. to know. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Next one. No? No. That's the Harlem Shake. Oh. <laughs> All right, a couple more. Radioactive. Radioactive. Yeah. What, 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 what? Isn't that thrift shop again? Yep, that's Then we come shop. full circle. All right, what's our score? I don't know. <laughs> that was fun. Yep. Oh, my goodness. All right, shall we move on then? Yeah. Moving on. Brian, you win that game, by the way. All right, to the moon and then dad jokes, bro. Here we go, nope. ready? Nope. What do you think some expensive guitars are? The most expensive guitars ever sold at auction. How about that? I have a list, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to just like shout off guitars off the top of no, your head. No, I'm going to say most expensive. I know Kurt Cobain's guitar just went for two and a half million. Uh, it is on our list, go. sir. Let's go. All right, starting at the bottom. Yep. Eric Clapton's Blackie Fender guitar in New York City. It sold for a price of nine hundred fifty-nine thousand uh, dollars. It was a Fender Strat in nineteen seventy. He bought from the, the entire stock from Nashville's Showbud. He gave three to his friends George Harrison, Pete Townsend, and Steve Winwood, and assembled his ideal Strat from the rest: a fifty-six body, a fifty-seven neck, and a third guitar's pickups, two fifties modeled, and one nineteen seventy gray bottom. Hmm. Oh. Bob Dylan's nineteen sixty-four Fender Stratocaster. Guess how much that sold for? 1.7. Not yet. 965. So 900,065. Yeah. David Gilmore's Martin D35. Now we're in the millions, but not by much. 1.1. Uh, close. 1,095,000. Nice. Um, how about Dune Almond's 1957 Gibson Les Paul? Dwayne. <laughs> Didn't I do that once before? Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, the last time I did it, it was like do Dwayne. Dwayne. That's what I said. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, Dwayne Allman. Dwayne well, Allman. Well, Why does he have to spell it like Dwayne? 1.2. Yes, 1.2. Eric Clapton's 1964, The Fool, Gibson SG. 1.4. 1.27. Kurt Cobain's 93 Fender Mustang. 1.5. Yes. Uh, Is that the one I was thinking of? I don't know. What were you thinking of? The one he used in Smells Like Teen Spirit. Uh, no. I, I think that one went for like two five. Yeah, I don't think that was this one. This is... He just, just says that he used it for a majority of the band's In Utero tour. Okay. Um, David Gilmore's 1954 Fender Strat. How much? 1.8. Yes. You're good at this. Jerry Garcia's Wolf. Two. No, 1.9. Not bad. John Lennon's Gibson. Two one. Two four. Uh, reach out of Asia Fender. What? Uh, unique. This is the reason why this is unique is because this guitar was never owned by a superstore. The Reach Out to Asia Strat was auctioned for victims of 2004 Indian Ocean tsunami. But it bears signatures of Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Eric Clapton, Brian May, Jimmy Page, David Gilmore, uh, Jeff Beck, Pete Townsend, Mark, not and a bunch of other people. Two seven. Um. Yes, two seven. Really? Yep, right on the money. Now, um, now that's crazy because just those signatures made it worth that much. Right. A normal new in made in Mexico Strat sold sells for about three fifty in two thousand five. Right. That's crazy. Eddie Van Halen's Hot for Teacher Kramer. Is that his red and white one? Doesn't say. I th uh, let's uh, let's assume. Yeah. Right. 
Um, three. <laughs> yeah. Keep going, though. Three, five. Up. Mm-hmm. Three, nine. Three, nine. Yep. David Gilmore's Black Fender Strat. Four, one. Uh, three, nine, but just a little bit over the last one. Kurt Cobain's Smells Like Teen Spirit there Fender Mustang. Okay. Five. Four, five. Four, five. Kurt Cobain's Martin D18E. This is the guitar that he played the MTV uh, Unplugged, Unplugged in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, five, two. Six. Wow. Six million dollars for a guitar, bro. So think about this. Those three guitars of his mm-hmm. can support a small country. No. He took a shotgun to his brain. Yeah. Or R.I.P. Or somebody else did. Oh, maybe. But yeah. <laughs> but three. I, I own twenty guitars. Yeah, I have three. There's three guitars right there. Guess what they're worth? Not that. <laughs> no. No. Collectively, they're worth like two grand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're garbage. And this. And this. <laughs> This dude's got 14 million. Fucking million dollar guitars. And we're like, hey, internet, listen to us play guitar. Yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. Shall we move on? Yeah. You know what time that is for? It's time for the dad jokes, Brian. Now, we have had some real success here doing this uh, recently. So we're just going to keep on moving on with this, right? Um, I see no reason to stop. Yep. Um, So I'm going to set this up. And then we're just going to pass it back and forth. Yeah? Sounds good. All right. Um, here we go. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Did you hear about the bass player who was so chronically late he missed his own honeymoon? What? Yeah. The keyboard player had to fill in with his left hand. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, poor keyboard player, right? Oh, wait. I forgot the button. Now just go. It's already recording. Hey, Andrew. Hey, man. What does the guitarist say when he gets to his gig? I don't know. What? Would you like to supersize that? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, hey, Brian. Yep. Uh, why was the lead guitarist stuck outside his front door? Why? Because he couldn't find the right key and didn't know when to come in. Oh, yes. <laughs> that one's really good. I know. <laughs> I like that one. Hey, Andrew. Hey, man. What's the difference between a guitarist and a savings bond? Uh, I don't know what. Eventually, a savings bond will mature and make money. Sadly, yes. Sadly, yes. Nice. Um, all right, Brian, I got one for you. Hey, Brian. Yeah. What's the difference between a Les Paul and a newborn baby? What? You can drop a newborn baby without snapping its head off. Oh, yep. <laughs> True that. Whoopsies. True that. Oof. Andrew. Whoa. What do they, what do they call a guitar solo in China? What? Tuning. <laughs> <laughs> you always get me with those kinds of jokes, dude. Oh, my gosh. All right. Hey, Brian. Which is the easiest and simplest way to find out who is a guitarist at any party? I don't know. Just wait. 
He'll let you know. <laughs> yes, he will. Yes, he will. Or she. Yep. Or she. Andrew. Hey. A young boy said to his mother, when I grow up, I want to be a guitarist. Mm. Interesting career choice. Mom said, you can't do both. Ah. Uh, moms are right. <laughs> can't grow up you and, grow be, a up and be a guitarist. That's terrible. Uh, hey, hey, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> what does a stripper do with her asshole before she goes to work? I have no idea. She drops them off at band practice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Ah, goodness. Andrew? Yes, sir? What's the difference between a guitarist and God? Oh, what? God doesn't think he's a guitarist. Mm, <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Brian. Yeah. What do you call a guitarist in a suit? What? The defendant. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah. <laughs> uh. Andrew. Wah. What does a guitar and a lawsuit have in common? Tell me. Everyone is super relieved when the case is closed. <laughs> nice. I love it, dude. Um, all right, sir. How about this one? Hey, Brian. Yep. Two guys were walking down the street. One was a guitarist. The other didn't have any money either. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all you got? I got more. I got a bunch more. I bet they're all pretty guitarded. <laughs> That's just a little. All right. Ready? Hang on, let me just do this right. All right, here we go. How many guitarists does it take to change in a light bulb? How many? One. The guitarist holds the light bulb and the world revolves around him. Yes. Uh, when Snow White met the dwarves, she found the leader to be really pushy. He was quite a dominant seventh. Yes. And my last one. <clears throat> hey, Brian, what's the difference between a guitar, a tuna, and glue? What? Well, you can tune a guitar, but you can't tune a fish. Yep. What's the glue? I knew you'd get stuck on that. Ah, oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yes. You suck. That was awesome. I'm so proud of myself right now. Oh my gosh, this was a hefty episode, bro. It was. Yeah, I love it. Um, but you know what? That means that it's time uh, for the dad jokes to be over, and that means it's time for the outro. You guys, if you're still listening to us after a sad time, after plunking away on our guitars for an hour and talking about how great guitars are, uh, you know what we didn't talk about is guitarists. That'll be an, an episode unto itself. Um, but no, we would just like to say thank you. You guys, please, um, uh, we should probably start saying it at the beginning of the episode, but please like the episode if you liked it. Um, dislike it if you didn't like it. Any engagement helps, really. Uh, leave a comment. We've got a couple of comments that we'll get to in just a second. But also, um, you know, I just wanted to, real quick, before we do anything else, I want to just remind everybody that we're on all of the podcast platforms not just youtube not just spotify you can google pandora i think um 
what are some other ones? I don't know. Fuck it. Just find us. Find us. Um, and uh, show us to your friends. Show us to your dog. Show us to your uncle. Show us to your cellmate. Just find us. You know? Get the word out there. Uh, we love the fact that we're growing, and we cannot thank you guys enough for everything that you guys are doing to keep us going because it's it's just a, a great old big old dad feedback loop. For some reason, grandmothers love us. I, hey, that's cool. Grandmas rise up. Right? Um, if you guys haven't checked out our rap, please do so. You know, we're still pushing that rap hard. Uh, it's it's a masterpiece. And um, Big Dad Energy. Big Dad Energy. All right, you are getting sleepy. Let's get the fuck out of here. Do you have any shout outs? Yeah. Go ahead. Grandmas. Grandmas. I would like to shout out all the grandmas everywhere, sure. Uh, I would also like to shout out uh, any parents that have had to endure their child learning how to play the electric guitar in their house. Thank you. Or any instrument. Yeah, really. Thank you. You know, we we uh, we give all of this praise onto the musicians, but never to the musicians' parents. So yeah. thank you. Um, with that being said, let's plug our shit. So yeah. if you are watching this on YouTube already, leave us a comment. We're going to read them in just a second. Um, but if you uh, would rather send us a more personalized message, you could do so at the following. D-A-D-D. B A oh shit D A D D B O D D B A N D at gmail.com. That leads you to our email. Brian, where do you want to start first? Actually, you know what? All I have are comments because I, I forgot to check yeah. the emails before the show. And you gotta wave through, but that's okay. We got comments galore, bro. We have so many comments. Um Alrighty then. So what I don't even remember the last one we got to. Okay, so um show me to the exit in, in response to our uh, joke that was about diapers. Yep. He uh, or she says, uh, oh, for the love of, it's a diaper joke. Yeah. Because that's what it was, and we love it. Well, it depends. Uh-huh. Um, in response to our just sending dad jokes short, which I believe was the liquor cabinet yep. joke, um, we have this guy called uh, Sky... Oh, God. Skyotic Shadow. Skyotic? Skyotic Shadow. He seems like a cool guy. Uh, he replied with a joke of his own. He said, um, a building is on fire with a gay couple and a lesbian couple. Who gets out first? The lesbians, because they're lickety split. Well, the guys have to pack their shit. <laughs> we love it. You guys. Thank you. Please keep on sending comments and yeah. keep on sending stuff like that. DDD-WT7LY um, in response to our dad jokes and hard facts uh, short says, considering this video has 69 likes, I am forbidden to like it. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Just keep the likes coming. Yeah. Uh, please. Um, and then last one. Uh, Duramillis4524 in response to the same joke, the liquor cabinet yep. joke says, Andrew was not ready. Brian, I'm never ready for a punchline that you're going to deliver because I never know what to expect. <laughs> but it's always a treat. It's always you a joy. Always, you could, like, mine were pretty clean today. No, yeah, yours were pretty... Uh, yeah, let's see how the algorithm takes to that. <laughs> it's going to be expecting raunchy and dirty and yep. not going to know what to do with us. Great. Oh, my gosh. Brian, do you have anything left to say about guitars, bro? Uh, I love them. I love them, too. Yep. They're, um, they're, they're, like, they're like children. I, I often wouldn't... I, I ask myself, what would I do if I couldn't play the guitar? Right. It will, pro I will hopefully be something I can do well into my 80s. Like, think about this. Dude, I think about this all the time. It's like a fear of mine. Yeah? Waking up deaf. Deaf. Oh, my God. I have existential crises about... Waking up dead. I would freak the fuck out. Jesus. Why are you going to put that into my head right at the end of this episode? Say something to cheer me up. You know what? I know one thing that'll cheer me up. What? Do you know one thing that'll cheer I you think up? So. What if we said it together on three? Let's do it. All right. One, two, 
Three. Dads rise up! I'm feeling better. Yeah, me Thank too. you for that. Yeah. We will see everybody Monday at 5 a.m. Thank you. Bye. Wow. Yeah.